1: Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Art Stone, and with me, as always, is your co-host, Andy Hart. Hi, Bunk Bunkers. Oh, geez, Art. That was a giant yawn. Sorry, Andy. I've been sleeping for a little while, and I just woke up. Wow. Wow, man. And you had to stretch. It's almost Ooh. like your body was encased in crystal or something. It was so <laughs> stiff. <laughs> yeah, I'm supporting what's called some morning crystal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I can see your erection through your sweatpants. Whoa. whoa. Andy, don't tell the bunk what I wear to record. <laughs> <laughs> I need them to think that I you be- both wear three-piece suits. Sorry. I can see your erection <laughs> through your wool slacks. ha. <laughs> Much more like it, Andy. And your Murano wool slacks. I can hear the bunk funkers mind tummy erections. Whoa. Thinking about today's topic. Yeah. Are your mind tummies getting hard, bunk funkers? This, this is, is about a great one. Topic? This is a great topic. Yeah, this is a great topic. This, this is-, is the uh the sleeping giants who here's, I mean, we'll talk about it, but they may or may not be extraterrestrial. We don't know. But these are giant uh creatures, sleeping giant creatures in stasis around the earth, and they're waking up. And we gotta talk about it. This is a big deal. And this came to us from a bunk funker. This came to us from a bunk funker. This came to us from a patron. That's right. Beloved bunk funker, proud patron, Phaeylon. Thank you, Phaelon. Phelon, this, this is, is a, a great topic. And I mean Chef's urgent. Kiss. Chef's, chef's kiss, kiss topic. Chef's and kiss. urgent. Yeah. This is a great topic. This is a great uh this is very urgent. This is happening now. Right These now. giants are waking up. Right now. We need to wake up. And, and as we all know, we all play the board game. Don't wake giant. Don't wake giant um so we need to talk about what's happening if you can't wait to uh you know to to wake up and and learn about these sleeping giants the best part of waking up andy the best part of waking up is giants in your ears all right um you of course you can go to the uh the show notes you can find the the episode description there'll be a timestamp. Let you jump right ahead to when the research begins because it's very urgent. It'll keep everything that we're about to say in stasis from your perspective. That's true. You'll you'll just boom, just like the giants that are sleeping. Yeah. Uh, tens of minutes will go by in your life. Yeah, <laughs> and you won't. You, it'll feel like a couple seconds. It's like traveling to the future. That's right. Uh, but first, Andy and I got to update you on our labs in the bunker. Yeah, I mean, nursing a couple of injuries, Phelan. I know you're excited to get to this topic, but you're going to want to stick around for this because that's right. We've got we we are not doing so hot right yeah, now. Yeah. Um. Let's just say we. Thanksgiving came early for us because we got our asses handed to us on a platter, covered in gravy. <laughs> As of course With we all, all know, the trimmings. Uh, the best part of the turkey at Thanksgiving is the ass. Yeah, the I, ass cavity. You know, I I call I say I'm an ass man. Yeah, um, you are an ass man. And uh, most people assume that that means that I am just obnoxious, rude piece of shit. And while that all may be true, I really say it because that's my favorite part of all animals is the ass. I'm an ass man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm an ass man. It's true. You do. Yeah. But uh, bone Uh, you know, Andy and I have been uh, training. We've been working out. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to better ourselves, center ourselves. Um, teach like, our kids some self-discipline. Right. Um, you know, teach teach Peon and adult baby David Crosby. Um, self-defense, self-confidence. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, Andy, I took Taekwondo classes. And my parents hoped that it would help me with my self-confidence and my, you know, standing up for myself and my self-discipline. But I mostly spent most of it um, looking like... You know, playing with my toes and mm-hmm. goofing off. Yeah. That's how I spent most and I like to yell. So I would take classes at the YMCA and the instructor, you know, would always have you yell when you do your fucking kicks and your fucking punches and shit. And I like that. I like to yell and ah,
0: uh, Yeah. What's ah!
2: Stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So um those obviously didn't work for me. So uh we're we're trying a different martial art to learn to, to pass down to our children that's true and it didn't help that i had a bit of a scary incident um <clears throat> where wow. i didn't know andy was going to bring this up but wow i went to um the ritz carlton hotel for the famous cracker hotel famous cracker hotel and you know because i am a cracker and i and you love crack i'm a buttery cracker and i live yeah love crackers and I went for a cracker convention at the Ritz-Carlton hotel. A beautiful! It's the Ritz-Carlton cracker convention. And I pulled up to the hotel. Everybody's there. To the front doors of the hotel and I got carjacked. Um, Somebody oh came out from a little, you know, podium beside wow. the doors. Wow. And said, can I park your car for you? Oh my God. This was terrible. And I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe this is happening to me. I never thought, that leaving the fortress of Walmarts that I would be carjacked. And so I mean I was I was gobsmacked. I didn't know what to do. Right. I sprayed this individual with mace. He um, was he was holding some kind of um it was obviously a weapon, it was some kind of ticket. Yeah, he had a numbered ticket, I assume that He would have used it to paper cut your eyes. This is one of those professional carjackers that keeps score. Um and it's some sort of a a system so that it's some <laughs> sort of a tag that way wearing a large Coat, um, large coat, a hat. Yeah. Uh, he had a nameplate that said, um, Jake and he had, I, I mean, like the Ritz. I mean, he clearly, he wanted me to think that he worked for the hotel. Yeah. Um, and I guess this is just some sort of big carjacking syndicate and they need to tag the cars and keep track of them. You hear about these. I mean, you see about these they're they you see these, you hear about all these carjackings at restaurants. They'll mm-hmm. say like, Oh you know, I mean, some of them, some of them are going to charge trying to charge you money for them to steal your car. Can you you pay that? them money to steal your car. Can you believe that? And, and I, I mean, people are falling. I mean, they're falling for this is a pan. This is a pandemic all over. People are afraid they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. People are scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it happened to me and I, I never thought it would. Oh. I mean, I sprayed Jake, if that even is his real name, if that, who knows what his real name With an is. entire can of mace. And, uh, I, you know, I couldn't drive away. Because I didn't want to, his body rolled in front of the car. (laughs) And so I just got out and ran off. Uh, I wasn't able to go to the Cracker Convention because I was too. And that's the worst part of this all. Yeah. That I was too broken up. Uh, I, you know, I went and called the police and, um, you know, the police came to the hotel Mm -hmm. and I don't know what happened to Jake. Um, My car was not there, uh, but then the police brought it back for me. Wow, uh, nothing was missing, so I can only assume that a good Samaritan. Yep, helped me. Um, but, but I mean, it's it made good. me really think. It made you think. It made me think. Like I don't know how to defend myself. It's true because I could have easily. I mean, now that we've been training and I'm I'm versed in the art of bunkito. We've been training in with bunkito with our, you know, our our instructor master bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been i mean he's incredible, right I mean now I'm prepared for anything, yeah, I have so much self confidence I strut walk everywhere um i've i've I have so much confidence that um I've actually sprouted a um bouquet of feathers out of my um like on my back and i I walk around with a giant just fanned out feathers mm- mm-hmm. um And I'm strutting around. People are noticing me. They're saying, wow, you're radiating confidence. Wow. Like, oh, people are in awe of me. They don't want to even walk on the same side of the street as me. They just want to stop and stare. It's, it's. I'm just radiating confidence now because of Bunkito. Yeah. And I mean, I know now that if I went to the Ritz-Carlton. Right. For another cracker convention. Right. And Jake comes up to my car. Whew. Bunkito open face slap right into the bunkito nut punch. You and are going to grab his wrist. You are going to take wrist control. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you are going to open face slap him. And then uh, yeah, you are going to use all your bunkito techniques. Yeah, I mean Jake's going to be on the ground. You are going to have wrist control, and you are going to be you are going to have him ready uh, for the authorities to haul away from his 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 obvious carjacking scam. Yeah, when the police and show- hopefully they can you can even. I mean, we've been breaking so many boards with Bunky. Oh my god! We're smashing boards all over the place. We're going into Home Depot, just fucking lighting shit up. Getting kicked out of Home Depot. Yeah, getting kicked out of Lowe's. Banned from every hardware store within a fifty mile radius. So we keep coming up with disguises. But yeah. um, you could go in and you could smash his little podium. Yeah, his awesome. little his little BS heat lamp that he probably uses to uh to blind people and and hurt people mm-hmm. with this horrible carjacking. Tries scheme. to make you sweat so you want to get out of the car, right? Right, yeah. it makes you think. Oh, it's a beautiful sunny day outside. I should get outside of my car and enjoy the yeah. sunshine.
0: No, it's not Stretch actually. my legs
1: for a bit. It's yeah. not actually. It's actually very cold outside, and he's gonna he's gonna take your car keys. Yeah. Um. So I feel so much more strong now. That's right. Uh, and able to protect myself. And you know we look Art and I. We have our fingers on the pulse. It's true. Of culture. It's true. Uh, in addition to having our fingers on the pulse of our own health and modern day martial arts. And we, we've been noticing a lot of, um, there's a trend. Yeah. There's a trend lately of these like older people, um, who are Tai Chi masters. These are grifters. Yeah. They, okay. They don't practice real martial arts, like MMA fighting. They don't practice real martial arts, like bunkido, there are people that are trained in things like that aren't real, like karate or jujitsu, right? Jiu-jitsu. Right. Um, right or aikido, which is obviously, I mean, it was a clearly, clear a clearly off. stolen aikido. There's so many right bunk Kido ripoffs. Yeah, big. I mean, taekwondo, huge ripoff. I mean, do, I mean, it's just. I mean, we know from talking with Master Bunker that that's right. Muay thai, thai. This is a huge, big red flag for Muay Thai. Yeah, bunkido um, dates back 18 million years. Yeah. It was the first martial art. It's true. There's it's ever actually photographic evidence of dinosaurs practicing bunkido. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can see bunkido open face slaps in some of the moves that the dinosaurs did, and that's recorded video that they have from the time of the dinosaurs. And Master Bunker has showed us these videos. Um, mm-hmm. These videos are, I mean, foolproof. I would know. I mean, so. we are skeptics. We have our eye on these yeah. types of things all the time, and finger <sighs> on the pulse. These check out. So we decided to, you know, we, we need to shame these grifters. Right. We need to stop people from doing these fake martial arts and start doing real martial arts like MMAs, like Bunkito. Um, This is real martial arts. Uh, This is real fighting mm-hmm. for real self-defense. This is not fake stuff like Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know. Not fake stuff like judo. Right. Totally fake. I mean. You, you know, I mean, it's just, um, anyway, uh, this is, this is fake. So we decided to go down to the local park and start, uh, cause you know, one of the things that you should do when you learn a martial art is obviously start practicing on it in the general public. You should be, you know, when we learn martial arts, we go out immediately. We're like, cool, I'm going to practice this on people. You need real life scenarios. You need real life scenarios and you got to create them cause they're not going to come to you. Right. I mean, you can't wait for danger to strike. Right you have to practice by creating your own danger and that's one of the main tenets of Keto is that it's you become the danger right you, you are the dangerous one right right people you want, should be afraid of you you want to be dangerous before danger finds you right danger so, should be your middle name so we went to a park and where else were you to find danger than in a park yeah and you know lo and behold we found just group, what we needed a group of elderly people of these are these are these are you know grifters. older grifters uh clearly they're practicing some kind of group uh stretching routine looked a lot like tai chi to me yeah um so these are obviously fake martial artists yep uh fake fighters they're trying to make you believe they can use the force they can channel energies right it's all fake right and uh shame on them for doing that publicly yeah but you know we saw the opportunity to um, Do what Master Bunker would have advised us, right. which is to teach a lesson. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to teach these old people a lesson. That's right. So we went over there and, you know, we just start Bunkito leg sweeping them. Oh, yeah. We're putting uh, on all the moves. Bunkito leg sweep, Bunkito back flip, Bunkito mm-hmm. front flip, Bunkito side roll, Bunkito <laughs> other side roll. Um Bunkito... <laughs> keto somersaults yeah uh bunkido. oh we did a very cool this is a very this is a high level technique bunk bunkers, where um uh andy grabs my legs and hoists them above his head and then uh i kind of pretend i'm a wheelbarrow yeah and we kind of um we just fucking mow motherfuckers down right it's a very advanced move though it's it's sort of like a war wagon type of a deal um <laughs> You know, we're like sort of an indestructible force. At you that. have to pay for a lot of master bunker classes to get to that move. Right. It's and we have. We have. We've spent a uh, considerable fortune on, uh, you know, learning Bunkito, but it's really paid off because, I mean, we just mopped the floor with these old people. And we, w- I mean, and we would have, you know, and here's the thing. It's like a lot of people were started recording this on video and they started saying mm-hmm. like, stop it. What are you people doing? And you could tell these grifters immediately they dropped their act. Um, immediately they're running away from us Mm -mm. immediately. You're not very fast. No, we could catch them. We could, they were easy to run down. And you know, obviously they, these grifters are so tricky, aren't they Andy? Because they Mm. clearly they, you know, it's like they're lucky because they, they did something to the grass. It was so slippery. (laughs) It was very slippery. It's like, oh yeah, of course you're going to, you, you doing your little fake routine. Right in the slippery grass Mm -hmm. so that when somebody comes and calls you out on your BS, right. Of course they're falling down constantly and the grass is so slippery that their pants fall down around their ankles and then they can't run after you. And then you go and get on your little motorized scooter and drive away. Right. It's like, okay, how convenient, Uh, how convenient that you happen to have that there. And so, you know, I went after this one old guy. I was ready to fight him. I just kept saying like, let's fight, get over here. I kept saying, get over here, get over here. And I kept like, like i had this cool uh, chain from an old chain wallet that i have you know i have that badass chain wallet right so i kept throwing my chain wallet at him and saying get over here Yeah, get over here get over here and i kept screaming that at him yeah. and um you know of course he's still running away uh he doesn't want to stand up and fight me in you it's know cuz he knows he's going to get beat yeah uh you know and so uh eventually he does turn around he just kind of like He starts pushing me puts pushing me down on the ground, uh, shoving my face in the dirt. Um, And, you know, obviously it's like, again, these grifters, he's fucking lucky that he aggravated one of my older bunkito injuries. Mm -hmm. I have a bad shoulder. Right. And any noble warrior, any true warrior who practices real MMAs like bunkitos would knows that in a mortal combat fight, real fights, real style fight. Right. Um, Two noble warriors, Mm -hmm. two real warriors stand up, and they list all their injuries, and they first list all the areas they can and cannot attack, what's okay, what's not okay. Mm -hmm. Like It's like, hey, I have a bad shoulder, so you can't touch my right shoulder. Right. But of course, these grifters, they don't understand that, so they're they're shoving me in the dirt. You know, very embarrassing for me. They don't think about that. Yeah. I mean, that's being caught on camera. People are posting that. That's all over TikTok now. Right. People are... People are posting about how how big a grifter this person is right. and how, right. you know, they don't fight with honor. Right. They, they, they would never make it on Fight Island. No, that's for sure. Yeah. These, these grifters would have no shot. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, as we're like beating the hell out of these grifters, I mean, just absolutely destroying them. You know, we keep saying, take us to your master. Right. Take us to your master. Let's fight your master. Let's let us fight your master. Because we're ready. I mean, we don't need to be mowing through these scrubs it's like fucking chuck norris or bruce lee or some shit you know it's like yeah yeah you were like chuck norris and i'm like bruce lee that's right and all of these these old grifters these fucking grifters they're like extras yeah in a movie just fodder for us to beat their ass right so we start screaming give us your master take us to your master and this really this other grifter comes out of nowhere he's and he's clearly the master Clearly, because he's got these big beefy arms. He's got these big beefy. He's so buff, and it's like, oh, you're such a fucking phony. I bet those I bet I bet he I bet yeah, I bet he uses uh, you know, steroids. Yeah. Um, you know, illegals illegals MMAs drugs that you can't use on Fight Islands. Right. So Dana White would say, Mm-mm, not come on my violin. So Yeah. And Dana White would definitely let us on Fight Islands. Because so. we're pure. We're pure fighters. We're noble yeah. warriors. And, and, we have and clean um, bodies, clean minds, clean hearts. And I bet we would also be on Spike TV's Deadliest Warriors. Yeah. We'd be number one. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, when they ran all those simulations. Yeah. Um, because they run those simulations where there's nobility and the grass isn't all wet. They got to look at the heart of a true warrior. Right. Which you'll find if you look inside our chest. Right. Yeah. You, you also I mean, find a lot of clogged arteries. Yeah, mine is a pig's heart, but it's still <laughs> the heart of a warrior. It was a warrior pig. Yeah, the pig was a warrior. The pig fought to the very end. Yeah. It was a wild boar. (laughs) And I'm a wild boar. That's right. And so, obviously, this master is trying to square up with us and is ready to take us on. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're Bunkito experts. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I mean, clearly, I don't know. He rigged the fight or something. Like, he's got some sort of, uh, you know. Yeah. He's probably like greased himself up with butter or oil, which is so fucking unfair. You can't do that in no. MMAs. You no. can't do that in Bunkito or on Fight Island. No. There's no butter allowed on Fight Island, actually. No, you can't use it even if you want toast. Yeah. So, obviously, he greased himself up. He greased uh, himself up. So he's, he's super clearly... slippery. Yeah. slipping through all of our bear hugs and bear holds and Bunkito moves. Yeah. We were trying what to a... open slave's face slap him, and our hands would just slide right off. Right. Um, yeah, he was so greasy. We were and... trying to do the classic Bunkito... Um, eye poke where you go and boom. yeah and then like that's a classic Bunkito move classic. one of the first moves you learn in bunkido and it's right. like this dude such a grifter puts his hand up to his nose and doesn't allow the eye poke i mean that's not fair that's not what you're that's to not do. a regulation move and you know this guy too it's like uh, it's like obvious that he was stronger than us and he used his strength against us not it's like, fair That's not bunkito that's not real martial arts not allowed in mmas no you're not allowed to be stronger than your opponent and if you are you're not allowed to use that to your advantage right uh, i'm sick of these non-noble warriors i know nobody has any honor anymore everybody wants to go the fast route that's right. why there's all these old grifters yeah. in the park we showed them a lesson and so they picked old people don't have much left to live no they don't have much more time. I don't so know. They want to go as fast as possible. Yeah, I don't know why they want to spend it doing this when they could spend it. I don't know. Driving. <laughs> yeah, and so obviously he's he's doing these these wacky moves, totally unregulation moves. Put his fist on one of our heads, then bonks the fist. Yeah, and then
0: going
1: he pulled my underwear up in my butt crack so far and then he put the waistband of my underwear up over my head and then and then you were kind of blind you couldn't see so he conked our heads together really loud and making Mm -hmm. a big noise yeah and then he kicked me in the ass (laughs) and he went boom like a timpani yeah and so obviously then we were, de- you know, we were on the ground, not defeated because we've actually never been defeated in true combat. Um, this is, you mm-hmm. know, I don't count this as true combat. Yeah. I mean, if we got shot by a gun, no, it wouldn't be, it would, you know, it's not comparable. It's like if he had shot us with a gun, you wouldn't say, oh, we got defeated in combat. It's like, right. no, he cheated. He, he shot cheated. us with a gun. And this is the same thing. He cheated us. He was stronger than us. Right. And that's not allowed. Right. And uh, so then he kind of started saying all this stuff like you fucking idiots. It's me, Mr. Bunker. Um. I was teaching you all those moves as a joke. You guys are losers. You have no idea how to fight. Um, You're fucking idiots. You've almost given me back all the money you won from me in the lawsuit settlement. Right, and we, you know, and then it's just like, oh my God, these grifters, they always, they love to hear themselves talk. Yeah. It's always about them. It's always me, 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 me. And it's never about like how, you know, we're saying how, how can you stand here and not even mention how you fight dishonorably, right? Uh, how you used your superior skill against us when you're supposed to play down to your opponent. got to play down to your opponent. That's the that's the rules. So, unnoble warrior, and then, you know, he picked us up and put us in the back of his truck and then brought us over here to the bunker. It's like, clearly this guy is a Uber driver. Yeah. And he's looking to make a quick buck off of grifting people with fake MMAs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, also, uh, jealous much? Yeah. Guy, because you knew where we lived. Right. Right. Yeah, it's like, okay, maybe someday you can be true Bunkito master like we are. Right. But for today, no. You're a scrub, you're dumb, right. and you're not good at anything. So get a life. Bunkfunkers, watch out for those grifters out there. Um, You know, obviously, you know, Bunkito classes, I think, are great. Definitely. Yeah, get your kids involved. Yeah, you just gotta find noble warriors, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's the nice thing is like if you go to a reputable bunk keto uh, dojo, mm-hmm. um, you can you can find it is those are where you'll find actual. It's certain it's got to be certified, mm-hmm. and you'll find that they make it all fair. They do all the regulations, so it, it totally works out, right? Um, now speaking of, I mean, you know, noble warriors. Uh, we got a bunker alarm for oh my somebody God. I would consider a noble warrior. Yeah, yeah, do we ever? We have... um, Bunkfunkers, it is our extreme pleasure. That's right. I mean, extreme pleasure. X-X-X. Triple X pleasure. E-X-X extreme pleasure to welcome to the ranks of the proud patrons of this show, a new patron. funkers. please help me welcome... Evan Han. Evan Han. Evan, thank you so thank much you, for your support. We are truly grateful to have you amongst our most beloved bunk bunkers, Um, And we really appreciate your support. That's right. In honor of your becoming a new patron of Mr. Bunker's conspiracy time podcast, we are going to ring the bunker alarm for you. Now, this is a very sophisticated piece of equipment we're going to so use to do this. So sophisticated. It is highly technologically advanced. It yeah. runs on nuclear energy, and it also has uh, fail-safe that are like animals running around on little wheels and stuff inside yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you will be amazed. It's yeah. a pure nuclear diesel engine. Right. Yeah. Pure nuclear. Clean, clean, clean very clouds clean. of exhaust that shoot out of this thing and fill the bunker whenever we turn it on. That's right. Um And what it's going to do is it's going to play a perfectly synced alarm to honor Evan, your uh, latest patronage. patronage. So uh, let me get this thing fired up here. Let's get it fired up. Fire it up. Fire it up. Ooh, listen to that engine purr. That is clean, pure nuclear diesel fuel. That, of course, is the bunker alarm kettle as a kettle on the side. Yeah. uh, Uh, Heats water, and then I don't need to explain it. Evan, you want some tea? (laughs) The water's hot. (laughs) Let me know. Okay. So let's see. Let's find a good one here. And as everybody requested, now the bunker alarm makes 33% louder noises when we use it. (laughs) The Bunk Tech Bunker Alarm 3000. Thank you for looking at me directly in the eyes when you said that. Oh, there goes the bunker alarm duck.
2: Whoops. Get out of
1: here, Petey! Peedy, Peedy, Petey the duck! Petey the duck. Petey the duck. We call him Petey because he's white. What, you never read that book, Petey the White Duck? Huh? What? Just me. <laughs> Huh. Seems like a good one. Wow! Okay, just select it. Seems like a good one.
0: <laughs>
2: wow! Look
1: at that. <laughs> Click. Okay, it's been right. selected. We're locked the, in. Uh... uh, all right, Evan. Thank you again for your support. This bunker alarm is for you. We're gonna do an old fashioned countdown. because Everybody fucking loves a countdown. Everybody loves a countdown. It's the something countdown. Final countdown. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. In 3, in 2, in 1.
2: <gasps>
0: Wow. wow. You know, actually, I think that that, that alarm, cool. that is like
1: a alarm from the animal kingdom. Uh, wow. I think that is uh, the the call of alarm of the uh, Antarctic skate. <laughs> the Antarctic skate. Well, you know what, Andy? We are, uh, we're just, we're skating on an ice rink of happiness and joy because uh, we have our news patron, Evan Hahn. Thank you, Evan. Evan, thank you, thank you so for much the for the support. We appreciate it. Helps power the bunker alarm. Yeah. And what would we do without it? Yeah. I mean, this is probably the most expensive piece of equipment in the bunker. It costs yeah. $8 million a year to operate. And all, literally all of the, your Patreon donations go to uh, fi- fire up the Bunk Tech Bunker mm-hmm. Alarm 2000. Well, thank you again, Evan, and thank you to all of our Bunk Funkers for their support. But, uh, you know, maybe one day, oh, Andy. It's just so expensive to buy plutonium. It's very expensive to get that plutonium. And uh, maybe, Andy, if we were able to capture some of the technology that's being used in today's topic. Oh. Maybe we wouldn't have to buy so much plutonium. Oh. oh. But who knows? Uh, that, I, of course, I'm talking about the stasis chambers. Yeah. That are housing these sleeping giants all over the world. Um, but let's get into it here, Bunkfunkers. Funkers. These are the sleeping giants in stasis. Title pending. We'll figure it out later. In post. Here I'm, Mr. Bunkers Conspiracy time. Podcast. You know, my first girlfriend's name was Stacy Chambers. <laughs> Have you ever heard the phrase, let sleeping dogs lie? (laughs) No way, Art. Dogs should only tell the truth. I can't believe there's people out there who teach their dogs to lie in their sleep. No, no, Andy, it's an idiom. What did you just call me? It means to leave things as they are, avoiding old arguments and leaving them in the past. And it has to do with today's Well, you seem to be bringing up old arguments by calling me names. Art. It's relevant to today's topic, Andy. The sleeping giants in stasis in underground chambers all over the world. You're so difficult sometimes. Art, settle down. You get real Italian when you get mad and talk wildly with your hands. I can't to help it, you stonad. You're always fucking talking and, 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 and little. Art, art, art. You're gonna knock over that giant sarcophagus that my, mysteriously appeared in the bunker with your wild Italian hand gestures. Please. It. Every motherfucking time with your little fucking quips. Why, I ought to just...
0: fee fug Come give your giant giant a hug. <laughs> ah! You have awoken me. Giant Aunt Gina, the giant giant. And now I'm bonded to you as my nephew looms. And I will guide you the way only an aunt can.
1: Uh, like what? Constantly comparing me to my cousin Derek? Because he just bought a new Tesla? Ooh, cousin Derek. Oh, wow. He can behave himself when using chopsticks at a Chinese restaurant.
0: Ooh. no! Oh, by solving your problems and helping you in a way, in the way only a fun-loving, giant, single-and-ready-to-mingle cool aunt can. Well, giant, giant, Gina, uh, we'll need plenty of help delivering the whole
1: enchilada on the sleeping giants, such as yourself. A whistleblower has blown the frickin' lid off the alleged covert sleeping giants. These are giant beings. Huge beings, possibly of alien origin, and they have been in hibernation in these stasis chambers for thousands and thousands of years, and some of them are starting to wake up. And a lot of people have some giant friggin' boners for answers as to what these giants are, what they are doing, and why they're waking up, including the military and the global elites. We're gonna talk about it, who wanna harness the giant's power. The whistleblower in question is Corey Goode, who claims he spent decades from 1987 to 2007 working in secret government operations and secret space programs good claims that during his downtime working on secret space programs that he could review information on the giant stasis chambers every so often on secret government space iPads now these iPads held a secret government wiki on a bunch of topics you know like ancient earth history extraterrestrials advanced technology and more it was like a big database right a big wikipedia good claims this is where he found info on the stasis chambers Housing ancient giants that once lived right here on Earth. Now, no word if the secret government wiki also constantly has banners saying 98% of readers don't donate. Please donate. Blah blah blah. Oh, I get so sick of that. It's like, yeah, I don't donate. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. I'm a proud non-donor. Yeah. So Corey Good even says he visited the stasis chambers as well. There he saw ancient giants possibly Anunnaki extraterrestrials, although not everyone believes this, suspended in stasis chambers in a near-death state. He claims the chamber was built by a, quote, ancient race of builders, end quote, and these hibernating giants could be the last
0: of their kind. Now, speaking of kind, what kind of beers do you boys like drinking these days, huh? I could go for a Miller Lite. Uh, I once drank twenty-eight cases of
1: Miller High Life, so I could use the cardboard boxes to build a throne.
0: But those days are behind me.
1: I prefer room temperature, iceless water.
0: You boys need to live a little. Come on, your cool giant giant Gina will get you some brews. I know how to party. Oh, we we know how to party, giant
1: giant Gina. When someone accidentally invites Art and I to a rager, we show up in the sickest Hulk costumes oh, you've ever seen. So fucking cool. Then we Hulk out at the rager. <laughs> it's all the rage. You know what I mean? Yeah, rage. We're Hulk. raging out. So cool. In fact, people kick us out immediately. They can't handle it. I guess it's like. Uh, but uh, you enjoy that Miller Light, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to party. Yeah, people don't want us to upstage them because we're so fucking cool. Yeah. Anyways. Good says the stasis chambers harness some kind of power from crystals. He doesn't know how, but these crystals allow the giants within the stasis chambers to control the flow of time. Basically they create time bubbles where tens of thousands of years could pass, but inside the chamber, it would only be a few minutes. These chambers allow the giants to remain perfectly preserved like a hot dog encased in epoxy, which I mean, if you're keeping up with that, It's the hot dog seems fine. Yeah. The bun. I don't know how it's going to hold up. We'll see. I'm on pins and needles. Yeah, you do every single day. Um, But just because uh, you can keep yourself encased in stasis like a hot dog in epoxy doesn't really answer why you would do that. And we don't know why the Giants put themselves into stasis exactly. Some theories are that they are waiting for some kind of event, Uh, you know, possibly that humanity needs to evolve to a certain level of technological understanding, or possibly they are waiting for some kind of sign from the universe, like, like a reading of some kind of cosmic energy. Now, this leads Andy and I to believe that the Giants are actually just huge Ace of Base fans. I saw the sign, and it woke me up from stasis, I saw the sign. All this giant hype started with a YouTube video of a giant sarcophagus discovered in the Kurdistan region of Iran. Sarcophagus. <laughs> now, the video is in Russian. The footage is grainy. The camera angles are bad. The music is, is distracting. It might as well be porn from the early 2000s. <laughs> I would jerk off to this footage. I would do. But the video depicts the videographer showcasing some kind of giant looking figures, sarcophagus or corpse or something. Now, the sarcophagus also has a long reddish beard, and uh, on it has like an ornate headdress and like wrist bracers, and, you know, this very well could be one of the giants in post-stasis. Good believes the giant in the Russian video is likely dead from human interference with its stasis chamber. So who were these giants exactly? Some say they're the Anunnaki, uh, which is a group of deities belonging to the ancient Sumerians, which many feel are actually flesh and blood extraterrestrials. Um, We have talked about them before uh, on this show uh, where Anunnaki live on a planet called Nibiru. That's right. Planet X, whatever people want to call it. People that's, that's their kind of the crux of the ancient aliens Mm -hmm. theory is that they visited earth and helped Mm -hmm. do a bunch of different things. Right. It's always the Anunnaki. Zechariah Sitchin is the real progenitor proponent of the uh, Anunnaki hypothesis. So, The sarcophagus in the uh, video that we we mentioned previously does look like some kind of ancient Sumerian depiction of the Anunnaki. However, some believe these giants are the ancient Nephilim. The Nephilim are referenced throughout the Bible and within other apocryphal works, which we'll get into. But they are essentially giants who are the offspring of angels and humans. Angel-human hybrid demonic entities, to be exact. The Bible predicts that these Nephilim will reemerge during the end times and that maybe that these sleeping giant, and maybe that's these sleeping giants in stasis chambers. Now for some context, here's a verse from Genesis chapter six, verse four, detailing the whole ordeal. The Nephilim were in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bore children to them, the same were the mighty men that were of old the men of renown. So basically, like we said, the sons of God, angels came, comed into the daughters, in unto the daughters of men, their vaginas, some foreign, strange now, mm, daughters of men. And they bore children, whiny brats, AKA
0: Nephilim. Hey, listen up boys. Your giant, giant, is in need of her Nephilim's help. I know how into raw denim art is, and I want, I'm just such a cool aunt. So I went out to find a pair. But I can't find nothing in a size 432 by 612 length. That's a load of horse hockey if you ask me. I prefer my jeans cooked anyway. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. What is raw denim anyway, art? Is that what you kids are saying nowadays? Raw? Ooh, that's so raw. That's so raw, dog. Ooh, I'm such a fun aunt. I don't get your people's
1: obsession with denim. I got kicked out of the sisterhood of the traveling pants for stretching out the jeans. It's like, Jesus Christ, sisters. They're just pants. Give me a break. And you stretched them out. I just stretch. I mean, America Ferrera wanted nothing to do with you. Yeah. I mean, a, a recurring theme in my life. <laughs> That's my little Andy. You give him hell. Uh, thanks. Giant, giant, Jaina. Uh, anyway, speaking of hell, <laughs> time for more Bible verses. Speaking here, of hell, the place where you'll end up. Here on here, uh, Mr. Bunker's Bible Time Conspiracy Hour. Uh, and we'll expand upon these later. So, you know, shut your fucking mouths and listen up, okay? If you're multitasking, fucking knock it off and pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes. Give us the attention we deserve. All right, so let's start with... <laughs> Uh, A verse from, uh, from Numbers, chapter 13, verses 32 and 33. And there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who come of the Nephilim, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. And from Ezekiel, chapter 32, verse 27, they lie with the warriors, the Nephilim of old, who descended to Sheol with their weapons of war. They placed their swords beneath their heads and their shields upon their bones for the terror of the warriors was upon the land of the living. So here's the thing about the Christian Bible and the Hebrew Tanakh. Some people interpret them literally, literally. But many scholars are like, you know, eh, you know, these are wonderful metaphorical tales to be interpreted through the historical context of the time period. <laughs> so that begs the question here, dear Andy and dear giant, giant, Gina. Did the Bible really mean that these were actual giants, like giant fucking people in the verse, that verse from Numbers 13, who made us normies, you know, look like widow washoppers, or is this just some kind of metaphor? Now, there is a lot of human choice between what was intended in the Bible and what we read today, right? The ancient Hebrew was first translated into ancient Greek, and that posed some challenges and some choices, particularly with the references we listed above the Nephilim. So when the ancient Greek translators got a hold of this Hebrew Bible, you know, they saw this word, Nephilim, 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 Nephilim. They saw it being referenced multiple times in the Bible, all with that different context, right? You know, take, for example, those three Bible verses we mentioned earlier. In Genesis, the Nephilim are, you know, clearly some kind of bastard divine being, Mm -hmm. the result of fallen angels banging it out with some humans. But in Numbers, you know, Nephilim were used by the ancient Hebrew to refer to the native people of uh, Canaan. Uh, Canaan Anak was, I believe, Canaanites. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where you get Goliath, right? Right. Uh, Actually, he was a Philistine, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, they're all same diff. It's all in the same area, I think. Same difference. If I remember the, like. Right. I think the Philistines are like descended from the Canaanites. The Canaanites are like the base, the base. people, like the oldest people yeah. in the, in the literature. Right. I mean, might be wrong. I don't remember, but they happen they to do. be huge. Right. There are. They're, yeah. They're big. There were large, people, large people. So huge by what standards? We don't know. Uh, and <laughs> then in Ezekiel, the Nephilim is referencing some kind of ancient warrior trapped in Sheol, which is Hebrew hell. Sheol.
0: what's he saying shio
1: <laughs> sassy shield. that's only for me and Andy. so there's some you know there's some through lines of similarity right between those three different references uh, even though each of these is referring to nephilim you know is they are different but the nephilim according to the ancient hebrews clearly weren't just tall dudes who could dunk basketballs and appear in icy hot commercials so the greeks got together Likely over a plate of feta and Kalamata olives. I don't know. I'm just guessing. And they decided this word, Nephilim, should be translated to their word,
0: "gigantus," Which later became the word Giant in English. Well, I've got a giant surprise for you both. I rented you both GTA 3 from Blockbuster Video. I know it's rated M, but I think you boys can handle it. Plus, your giant, giant, gina is pretty good at the game, if I do say so myself. Because... I'm cool. I'm hip. (laughs) Count me out. If I'm going to play the glorified driving to point
1: A and then going to point B that is Grand Theft Auto, I'd rather play American Truck Simulator. Oh, my God. The thrill of carrying a commercial driver's license for C-class vehicles and obeying all traffic laws and speed limits while also trying to not fall asleep at the wheel due to your grueling work hours and pressure from upper management leading you to become entirely dependent on caffeine pills and gas station jerky? Now that's my kind of game. What a rush. (laughs) Oh, you start to feel those eyes close and you got to pop another caffeine pill. Yeah, I know it's just a game, but I like to really get into it. It's a simulator. I don't need to do it that way. But now I'm addicted to caffeine pills and beef jerky. <laughs> For the last six months, I've only exclusively showered at truck plazas. <laughs> you do love a button. I smell more like diesel every day. Yeah, you do. And I'm not talking Vin Diesel either.
0: Oh, come on. It'll be our little secret. You boys need to live a little. But that's fine. I'll be over here with the Play System 5 system or or whatever it's called. Playing some Grand Theft Auto 3. If any of you want to join your cool giant aunt Jaina, giant, giant Jaina, me. Okay. All right. Giant aunt Jaina. All right, giant, giant Jaina. Have fun.
1: Have fun. So, fuckers. Bunk now, the word gigantes, not just a great bean. That's true. Delicious bean. Uh, gigantes or giant made sense to the Greeks as a translation for Nephilim. In Greek mythology, the giants were also these quasi-divine, but also mortal creatures. They both inspired awe when looking upon them, likely referring to their size. They both held some chaotic qualities and imposed danger to humans, and both were linked to the underworld. Okay, that's one interpretation, but then there's this little apocryphal book known as Enoch. And if you take Enoch into consideration, things get a little bit more wild and crazy, baby. Woo! The book is mostly seen as apocryphal and non canonical by Christians and Jews, probably because it's fucking wild and explains why the great flood with Noah was necessary and why some angels fall from heaven. Here's a passage where the angels of heaven make a pact to literally go have sex with humans. And it came to pass, when the children of men had multiplied, that in those days were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters. And the angels, the children of the heaven, saw and lusted after them, and said to one another, Come, let us choose us wives from among the children of men, and beget us children. And Samjaza, who was their leader, said unto them, I fear ye will not indeed agree to do this deed, and I alone shall have to pay the penalty of a great sin. And they all answered him and said, Let us swear an oath, and all bind ourselves by mutual imprecations not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. They swear they all together and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And they were in all 200 who descended in the days of Jared on the summit of Mount Hermon. And they called it Mount Hermon because they had sworn and bound themselves by mutual imprecations on it. Wow. Uh, Enoch is full of Nephilim references, such as in uh, Enoch one, where they were quote great giants whose height was 300 cubits. Now a cubit was eighteen inches or forty-five centimeters. This would have made the giant, This would have made the nephilim four hundred and forty-two feet tall and ten and sixty-one sixty-fourth inches tall. Oh boy, Jesus Christ! <laughs> there's a fun. There's a fun uh, fraction for you. Yeah, sixty-one sixty-fourths. Um, or one hundred thirty-seven point one six meters. Now, this leads many to believe that these angels were coming down from heaven or exiled from heaven. Fucking humans and making motherfucking human-angel-demigod hybrids, which were the Nephilim. Now, God was pretty pissed about this. He said, oh, these angels shouldn't be doing this. They'll go down there, sexing up these normies. And that's why he did, the, one of the reasons why he did the flood in Noah's story was to get rid of the Nephilim. He's like, ah, fuck, you guys fuck shit up. I gotta do a reset. Also, the angels who created the Nephilim were apparently cast into a pit of eternal darkness, which is fucking rad. And now I want to play in an ancient Hebrew D&D campaign you fighting giant demigods, you got a pit of eternal darkness, you got massive floods. I want, I want to I want to play in that campaign. Sounds like fun. Yeah. I would probably still be my character that uh you know, was a spectrophiliac. Yeah. You were a vampire who was sexually attracted to ghosts. Yeah, my whole reason for being for going on a quest was to bring back the uh To actually manifest the ghost in the real world to have sex with it. Right. Anyway, uh, but some interpretations believe that God allowed 10% of the Nephilim spirits to stay on Earth as demons to torment and tempt humanity in preparation for Judgment Day. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, God. Could these 10% be the sleeping giants in stasis? Enough about the Bible. Wow. I'm done with Sunday school. I want to rip my khakis off untuck my shirt and play in the mud with the other kids Oh, to engorge myself on food from a trough like the other kids Um, to hunt for truffles using my powerful sense of smell like the other kids Andy you kind of sound like a pig well maybe I am maybe I'm ready to wake up the history hog from its stasis chain whoa anywho oink oink <laughs> Many people believe there is honest-to-God evidence of Giants existing throughout history. Now, funkers, Giants, uh, unrelated to the sleeping Giants uh, we're covering today, are a topic in and of themselves, it seems. Yeah. And it also seems like the conspiracy here is a cover-up job by the Smithsonian. Whoa! Big Museum doesn't want you to know about the New York Giants and their shitty offense. Saquon Barkley can't stay healthy. Is Daniel Jones the answer? This is really going to date this episode. (laughs) We'll see if this holds up for more than a year. Let's see. Many claims have been made about the discovery of giant human bones in burial mounds throughout the U.S. Could these giant skeletons be the sleeping giants after a malfunction in their stasis chambers? Furthermore, some giant lovers claim that giant DNA is being used to create super soldiers. But hey, even Abe Lincoln... Vampire-hunting, penny-loving, honest-as-fuck Abe Lincoln may have believed in the existence of giants. My theory, though, the guy is as tall as a giant. Abe Lincoln was a giant.
0: Wow, what a take.
1: Now, in the autumn of 1848... Ah, uh, it was a good autumn, that I That was would a good autumn for you. Decent harvest. Um, At the time, I was growing rye exclusively uh, hoping to turn it into some sort of a rye whiskey business. Um, I was going to call it whiskey business. Um, and unfortunately, all of my stills exploded on the same day. Uh, and it set my house on fire wow. because, um, you know, the distillery was right next to my house. Um, so unfortunately, my wife, Miriam, left me with our six children uh, because I was penniless um, and she moved into the city And married uh, a rich uh, stockbroker. Yeah. Uh, And uh, yeah. Wow. But the weather was nice. In the summer, (laughs) in the autumn of 1848, Abraham Lincoln campaigned for Whig presidential candidate Zachary Taylor in Massachusetts. On the way home to Illinois, he visited Niagara Falls and found the site so impressive that he started writing about it. But still there is more. Yes, this is exactly what Abe Lincoln sounded like, by the way. But still there is more. It calls up the indefinite past. When Columbus first sought this continent, when Christ suffered on the cross, when Moses led Israel through the Red Sea, nay, even when Adam first came from the hand of his maker, then, as now, Niagara was roaring here. The eyes of that species of extinct giant's whose bones fill the mounds of America, have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Contemporary with the whole race of men and older than the first man, Niagara is strong and fresh today as 10,000 years ago. The mammoth and mastodon, now so long dead that fragments of their monstrous bones alone testify that they ever lived have gazed on Niagara. In that long, long time, Never still for a single moment, never dried, never froze, never slept, never rested.
2: Wow, beautiful.
1: So, a lot of people throughout history have believed in the, the existence of giants. Um, you know, in the Bible references giants, in that documentary film, Iron Giant is one of the greatest animated documentaries of all time. Mm-hmm. But why are these giants waking up from their slumber? And what's going on behind the scenes? These giants are clearly strong and powerful, and you know some corrupt evil forces want to harness that sexy giant power. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Amongst the giants in stasis, but their waking up community, which is a community, there's differing opinions on the role the giants do or will play. Some believe the Nephilim or these sleeping giants are evil, pure demonic creatures who are ready and willing to work with the global elite to restore demonic control over the planet. Much like they are the demonic creatures of the Nephilim. They were left here by God after the flood to tempt man before the end times, and they're going to work with the forces of evil. Bad, bad, bad dudes. Now, um, others, such as the whistleblower Corey Good, don't believe that so much. Good believes the giants have a much more complex backstory. They are clearly capable of highly advanced technology which built and controlled the stasis chambers, and he believes they did this to wait out the dark ages of humanity and their sudden awakening is a sign of a global shift, and hopefully it's a positive shift. Perhaps the giants are here to help offer a constructive role in helping humanity
2: transition to the next stage of evolution.
1: But,
0: which is the truth? Are giants here to help, or are they here to hurt? Boys, boys, come play hooky from the podcast. What? We
1: can't do that, giant giant gina. We got to deliver the whole enchilada to the bunk funkers.
0: Come on, live a little, boys. When I was your age, I would have killed for a giant on this cool. Let's play hooky. I'll take you boys to the movies or out with me looking for a new giant uncle.
1: Uh, I mean, on the one hand, giant on uh, gina, giant giant gina, I'm always down to shirk responsibility and help wingman a hunt for some strange. But on the other hand, the idea of not delivering the whole enchilada to the bunk funkers is making me physically ill. Me, me too, Art. You sure? You sure that's what's making you physically ill? Oh, I mean, it could be. I don't know. It could be any of the other million things that make you the sick human that you are. Oh, well, either way. And it's tough to tell whether these giants are here to help or her- help us or hurt us. I know giant, giant, giant was just there tor- to tor- uh, 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 tempting us. Yeah, giant, giant, giant is like a giant, giant devil on our shoulder. <laughs> 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 Anyways, it's tough to tell whether these giants are here to help us or hurt us. And that doubles for yet another giants and stasis, but they're waking up community member. Remember, it's a community. It's a community. It's like three or four people. Yeah, <laughs> it's... but. Communities can be as big or as little as we <laughs> That's want true. them. Uh, so this member of the community goes by the pseudonym COBRA. Very cool. Very cool. COBRA believes the giants are mostly good, but some are bad. The stasis chambers are triggered by vibrational frequencies, uh, an intense form of subatomic particles and energies from the Earth's core. COBRA says most major militaries in the countries where the stasis chambers are located, which is all over the world have been heavily suppressing info on the giants from the general population. The giants went into hibernation to await a change in humanity, but they didn't expect the surface population of humans to ever surpass them or try to take control of the giant's power. But an evil demonic group of global elites formed a group called Chimera, and they're hellbent on taking control of the giant's powers for themselves to exert greater control over the world. The Chimera group engage in demonic practices and worship demons regularly. Some believe the Chimera group views the giants as their demonic gods, finally waking up to help them bring about the end times. Others, such as this Cobra person, uh, believe that Chimera wants to participate in the shift of humanity to be to the next level and the giants, you know, some positive and some evil, weren't expecting the amount of suppression and control the humans were capable of and are not, and are now hostages of the Chimera group. So these giants are being forced to be evil, Andy. Oh, my God. So we're in a real chicken or the egg, chicken or the egg scenario here. Chicken or the egg. Do we fight the giants or try to work with the giants? You know, risking them getting involved with the corrupting influence of the global elites. Are they good? Are they bad? We don't know. Allegedly, elite U.S. military forces have been stationed around the world to locate the giants. According to Stephen, uh, uh, Qualley, uh, Quail. according to Stephen Quayle, Quayle, like a Dan Quayle, I guess. Yeah. I was thinking Quayle, but I thought, uh, Quayle, Qualley. 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 Uh, then Stephen Quayle. According to Stephen Quayle, in a radio interview on Coast to Coast AM, one of his military informants called in and told the audience about an incident in Afghanistan involving a deadly encounter with a 12 foot giant. It's not a very big giant. No, exactly where we were expecting. Not really 440 feet tall, but U S special forces and this 12 foot giant uh, got into it. Uh, The informant claimed that the giant had killed nine members of an elite U S special forces team sent to capture it. And it took a second team to arrive and finally kill the giant. Now these giants, they may be valuable to both the good and bad of humanity because they have I mean, these giants, you know, obviously when you think giants, you think immense strength, right? They also have pretty good vision. They have good hearing. But apparently, they also have the ability to hunt by DNA. So they have these, like, cum hunters. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, yes, Giants are comb hunters. <laughs> They're cum hunters, yes. But, I mean, other forms of DNA as well, like blood. But, oh. yeah, also cum. And shit. And shit. Um, they can hunt by DNA, meaning they can literally track people by the frequencies in their body. And they have this like sixth sense of DNA. Mm. They can like track it. It's, it's this weird like psychic divine ability. Like Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man. Obviously, you know, if this fell into the hands of the Chimera group, that could be catastrophic. Uh, thus, the military operations against giants and for obtaining giants isn't just about uncovering dusty old bones in a museum, you know, that the Smithsonian, Smith, Smith, Sonian refuses to recognize. It's about capturing a future weapon of mass destruction. Nuclear. And these giants may also possess the ability to tear humans apart at the DNA level, Andy. I mean, these are these are fucking scary creatures. They have these divine psychic abilities making hunting them a deadly ordeal. Wow. Well, Bungfunkers, what do you believe? Are you sleeping on the sleeping giants or have you woken up to the truth, and what are the giants here to accomplish? One thing is for certain: you'll be sleeping like a giant after consuming this giant-sized whole enchilada.
0: Woo, hey, boys! Your giant, giant, giant is sure is tuckered out. Woo-wee. I might take a little snooze for a couple thousand years. If you boys need a chaperone to any parties or bars. Let your giant Gina Gina know. Come here, let me pinch those cheeks. Oh god. Gina, Gina.
2: Uh,
1: come on, that's not my face cheeks. Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast will be right back after this brief message.
2: Welcome to Anthology of Heroes, the podcast that explores the most pivotal moments of history through the eyes of those who lived it. In this podcast, we don't spend our time recounting facts and dates.
1: Hey, welcome back, Funk Funkers. That was our research of the giants sleeping in stasis all over the world, Andy. Wake me up before Before you hunt hunt DNA DNA and and destroy destroy humanity at 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 the molecular molecular level. level. Wow. Aha. Who knew? Who knew? Wake me up before you go-go. Yeah. Wham. Um, Or is it wham? I don't know. No, I had to take on me. You're right. It is wham. I don't know. And I don't give a shit. We don't give fuck, a fuck. Fuck the 80s. Fuck the 80s. I fuck the 80s. <laughs> but uh, Um What's Michael Ian Black been up to? Um, <laughs> Andy, what do you think? I, I, I'll i tell you what I think. Blanket. Let's give some blanket statements. Blanket statements? You me a blanket statement. Yeah, you need a giant. blanket sta- statement for this one to cover up and keep warm while you're in stasis for 10,000 right. years. Um... Blanket statements from me is that this feels a lot like fanfic. Wow. Okay. You know, a lot of times you can go on the internet and you can read these like news stories about people who have like quote unquote military sources and that this thing happened or whatever. And it's like, I don't think that any of this is true. None of it is supported by any amount of facts. Uh, I love this topic. I think it's this a great topic. topic though. I think this topic is so fucking fun and so funny. And part of what I love about this topic the most is that there is a community of people who disagree on what these giants are into, and they're fucking annoyed. <laughs> there, are, there's a camp that are like, no, this is the Nephilim. They're evil. And this is what's going on. They're fucking using their DNA to create super soldiers. They're using their DNA to do demonic stuff. We need to go. Holy righteous. This is the end times. You had other people who are like, no, these are extraterrestrials. These are Anunnaki. It's not the fucking Bible. Yeah. The, and then you got people who are like, well, they could be good. They could be bad. We don't know. I love it. I love that there's community. I love it. That there's differing opinions on what's going on. I love the space. iPad. I love secret space iPads with a wiki. government wiki. Like, of course, the government would have a wiki where you could just easily search for any old topic and uncover all the government secrets as long as you get the secret space iPad. You just got to get to the secret space iPads. Yeah. You got to go into the the sleeping giant holding chambers and and just see them. That's where the space pads are. Right. And you can access that wiki. Uh, How big do we think these giants are? I don't know. It's hard to say, right? It is. I don't think that what? I don't think that the real sleeping giants are wow. as big as the supposed height of the giants per the Bible in yeah. cubits. I think if angels I got so many things to think about this topic. This is a great topic. Thank you again to Phelon for sticking to this topic. This is a good topic. Um I love this topic, and I just think I want to ask you are giants scary? Fuck, well, that's a good question. Are giants scary? Would a giant be scary? Look, I think that a lot of times giants get depicted as being less intelligent than people. They always are less intelligent. But why would why would intelligence and height, why do those correspond? Yeah, why would they be? I don't know. If we presume, let's say that giants are some sort of hybrid with extraterrestrials and humans, hybrid between angels and humans, I think that we should expect... That giants are actually more intelligent than humans, and oh, yeah. the Book of Enoch. That's basically the crux of it: is that the Nephilim, these giants, these hybrids, they are more intelligent than people, mm-hmm. and so they corrupt people because they can manipulate them. Now you've it's, read the Bible cover to cover. Yeah, I read. You've the Book also of Enoch. read a lot of the apocryphal works because you just. I got into a thing about it. You just got into this weird thing about it where you're like, I want to read. I want to know everything about the Bible and the apocryphal works. So. so I hope I say this right um, because it's been a while, but I think that the it's book of Enoch is basically the story of the the children of Seth. Yeah. So Adam and Eve famously had Two sons at first, Cain and Abel. You might have heard of them. Uh Cain murdered Abel. Abel died. Abel didn't have any family, so there's no there's no descendants Virgin. of Abel. Virgin deserved to die.
2: <laughs> uh
1: meanwhile, Cain, super Chad, having Fucking sex with Chad. all of his sisters, fathering children, <laughs> yeah, big basically. time incest. Uh it's super sexy. And uh but it's really hot right now in porn. But yeah, but Adam I mean what are you doing, stepbrother? It's just fucking- Oh, you're murdering me! You're murder you're murdering me! What are you doing, natural brother? We have the exact same parents and 100 percent the same DNA. Um, so there's the children of, you know, Cain, Cain becomes an exile after the murder, basically. Yeah. And so what the book of Enoch tells us is that Cain's family had to go. There's like these mountains, these holy mountains. Mount Hermon that's referenced.
0: Holy mountain. <laughs> You've been really You've been up big. so long way far from the sea. <laughs> What's becoming of thee? I want to look in your valley. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ride the ski lift. Ride the ski lift. <laughs> go Even from the to the top and come on down. Well, watch out for
1: the yeti. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, PD. <B>. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie James Dio's Ghost, for being here. Um, So, the book of Enoch <laughs> is the, the, the Cain's family becomes it a blanket. exiles. It's cold. Enough. They get cast down from the mountain. They're not allowed to live on the mountains anymore. So, they have to live below the mountain. Meanwhile, Adam and Eve's third son Seth Green. Seth Green, who was the third son of or Adam did. and Eve and this is Adam look Scott, look <laughs> look, look Seth, <laughs> would you like a suckle of my zipple? <laughs> All right, so what did Seth do? so Seth is like the virtuous one. Oh. Like Seth is Seth he's is gonna, a, he's gonna write the wrongs of right, his father, right? Honorable um, son of Adam and Eve, right? And so Seth's family lives on the mountain still. Um, like I think, I think in the Book of Enoch, Adam dies in the book, or it's like they go to Adam's grave or something like that. Um, but the point is, Seth. It's like there's this split, right? Cain's family is on the ground; they multiply, they're rowdy whatever. Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. Basically. I mean, they're bad. They're, they're bad. And meanwhile, virtuous Seth's family right. is on the mountain still. And they don't interact very much because Seth's family has to stay away from Cain's family. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, these angels devise this plan. They go down. They, they want to fuck hardcore. They take human forms. Daughters of men. Yeah. They disguise themselves. They come down here. They fuck hardcore. Um, every position you can imagine. They um, spray calm everywhere. They're very, very handsome. sexy. They like Amber Crombie fish models. Right. They all look like Willem Dafoe. They're super sexy. <laughs> the most sexy man alive. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Willem Dafoe, for being a weird-looking fuck. <laughs> you fucking great actor. You fucking... Yeah, fuck you for you're not looking... you c- actor. C- fuck you for not looking... Uh, like a like, I I leading man, like, like Brad Pitt, popularly handsome. Yeah. Classically handsome with fuck a you. symmetrical face. Fuck you. <laughs> so they come down, they fuck hardcore. They yeah. bang the shit out of all of these it's daughters total bang of Cain. Bang bus. Total bang bros. They come on down in the God's bang bus. Yeah. And they bring all the Canaanites, all Cain's family on the yeah, bang bus. I mean, it's totally a fake taxi that they're driving. A fake taxi, casting these couch. Daughters of Cain, they think they're going to get a taxi ride. No, no, no. They're fair. They can't pay it in cash. They got to pay it in dong sucking. That's right. Um, casting couch. It's anything you can imagine. Right. Um, they're doing it, and then the nephilim, the giant. These giants are the offspring, and these giants are like, you know, corrupt humans, basically. Yeah, like, demonic like, corrupt humans. Like the angels, by sinning this way, they've like corrupted themselves, and so that corruption carries on to these offspring with humans, uh, and that like helps taint even more like Cain's offspring, which. As we said, then leads to basically the flood of Noah. Right. Noah descends from Seth. Was Seth the one who ran away with his wife or is that somebody else? And then like his wife looked back and God turned her into a salt shaker. No. Uh, is that somebody else? Abraham? Uh, maybe, maybe it was somebody named Seth. Oh. It's not this Seth though. Okay, different Seth. It's not the Seth that's the yeah. son of Adam and Eve. So. I don't think. One thing I think is fucking dope and that we should talk about is when we think of angels, we always think of like. Either sexy fucking Chads like William Dafoe with badass wings, or we think of like little baby angels, but like actual depictions of angels are like the most fucked up. <laughs> Bless you, my angel. Oh, thank you, Father, for I have sneezed. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, Father. It's been uh it's been four minutes since my last sneeze. When I was doing it, I was only thinking about Jesus, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Um, angels as depicted in the Bible are like Fucked up, like, interconnected rings of covered fire, eyes. covered with eyes, grotesque wings, and they're, like, they would be the most horrific. Can you imagine those things coming down? and be like, yeah,
0: let's fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? I'll give you a ring. You know, nobody ever really gets into it about anatomically, like, how would angels fuck, and why yeah. do angels have come, and why, like. They don't, I don't think they're divine. They just fucking. Yeah. I mean, what is it though? Like, why would they why would they be like, oh yeah, humans are so fucking sexy? Like why would they find humans know. sexy? I don't like, know. Like, did God make humans to be sexy? I don't know. Like, was I God, God like be- this is kind of fucking hot. This is basically like the time that I came downstairs and I saw you having uh-huh. fucking sex with my 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 uh my model train village. Yeah. You had come down into my basement and you saw my model train village. You started having sex with all my model trains, all the little fake passengers that I had built, like all the little people. Yeah, I got a load to send to Tacoma. I was so fucking pissed at you, as was God. God would have been like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. What
0: the fuck? You fucked up my humans. Yeah. What did you do? And they're like, Well, you made them so sexy. Yeah. Why'd you make them so fuckable? You made them so horny. But you know what I mean? No
1: human ever goes like, oh, that's one really sexy." Like, no, and these were ancient humans. There were no showers; they would have been disgusting. Yeah, they would have been so dirty. Oh, and grimy. so fucking dirty! Never washed their asses. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. these angels are fucked up. Yeah, no wonder they're fucked- fallen angels. Yeah, I can understand. I, I just don't get it. I don't get why angels would be like, oh, yeah, I want to fuck some humans." I mean, it's like you just assume that angels are like humans, right? Like right. that's sort of what. That but they're assumes. not. But they're not. They're these divine, weird-looking creatures. Yeah. There's some there's something different about them. Um but again back to our point. I mean, are, are giants scary? I don't know. Throughout the fifties you've got you've got B movies. Obviously, there's a lot of uh kaiju movies in Japan, Godzilla, that whole mm-hmm. genre. Giant things are scary to people. Is a giant that
0: scary? I don't know.
1: I don't think that, I mean, Jack and the Beanstalk, that giant's scary. Jack and Flick and the Beanstalk. <laughs> they. I don't know that giants are all that scary to me. Like, just because somebody's bigger to me, I'm not like, oh, my
0: God, it's scary. Ooh.
1: Oh, it's scary. They would, I mean, I don't know. They'd be kind of terrifying, though, because if they did, when you Ooh. said the thing about intelligence, it's like, oh, yeah. I think that, I think that I feel like giants, because, you know, if we take any of these, like, more traditional origin stories of, like you know, alien hybrid or angel hybrid, like, you have to assume... I mean, like, okay, the Nephilim, they're just assumed to be, like, corrupt, evil. Yeah. Like, they're they're nasty. Like, they teach the people... You know, like, they help Cain's descendants, like, develop implements of war. They introduce them to music. Like, all of this horrible stuff. Such horrible they shit. they do, yeah. Stupid fucking music. If I remember right, it's like... Because then the angels sort of have to, like... They're, like, kind of hanging out there and these giants, yeah. they become, like you know big parts of the community and it's like all oh, one of these like giants is the one who brought music and one of these giants like taught them how to how to make like craft new weapons yeah one of the giants actually was the first one to start um gyrating his hips on stage mm-hmm. and people were like oh my god what is yeah. happening to society yeah this is the moral decay of society society's going to end now yeah it was a really bad time for everybody um yeah. and i just you know they would probably be more cunning than they would be scary like i w- I would imagine if there were giants, giants would be like in charge of a lot of stuff, oh, for sure, because they would be smarter than us, I mean, way smarter than me, and they would be like cunning, these are quasi divine beings, yeah, what do you tell me? they can't like predict the future right, or shit, and like know how, all know all the entire past of right because that's sort world. of like the thing is they know all the secrets, they know all the secrets to the universe like they they know this because of their like divine parentage, yeah. I think they would be terrifying in that sense. Um, yeah, and I'd like to see—I'd like to see a science fiction show. I want to put this out into the world, mm-hmm. where nephilim are real. Okay, and they've always existed, and um, yeah, they're—they're they're terrifying. They would be terrifying. They'd be the leaders. They'd be in charge. They're bigger than everybody. They're smarter than everybody. The one thing you got to think about nephilim is that there's only there's a limited supply. Because the angels fuck the humans, and then the angels get cast into a, a pit for all of eternity. A pit of the So unless more Turtle angels f- f- fall, F-f-f-fall. F-f-f-fall. I was really thinking about what I was going to say, and so I ended up going, <laughs> I don't know why my mouth decided to make the F and then just keep it
0: going.
1: Oh god The fucking angels man Unless more angels fall And come down to earth And start Or if they're in the outfield Fucking our hot horny women Yeah Then I mean there's a limited supply The only thing People that could exist After so long It would be like Descendants of the Nephilim You know what I mean And by that time uh, What's happened Does some of their corruption Get erased By You know Their lineage Just having to continue To breed with humans Or does their corruption taint the rest of humanity and humanity was much more pure before the angels came down and it just keeps their influence in the gene pool just keeps spreading. I don't know, Andy. I don't know, but I think these giants are actually pretty scary, they're scary beings. I and mean, that's so a different than cunning sociopaths, but they're giant sociopaths. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess they're kind of scary. How would you ever take out a giant? Plus, if man? they can, like, hunt you based on your DNA. Yeah. That's kind of scary. They would know. It would Are be they like going to eat me? Facial recognition. They know everything. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. I. Now that I think about it, fuck these giants. I don't want them to wake up. Fuck these giants. Go back to sleep, giants. We need to get some. We, we to have get, to kill all the giants. We need to get all the world supply of chamomile tea. We need to get some melatonin. Get some z We need to inject it straight into these giants. Yeah. Put them to sleep. Yeah. If anybody's got ashwagandha, send it to us warm glasses of milk bedtime stories let's hear them p.o box 69 the bunker that's right <laughs> no zip code um what else sandy i mean where, where are you leaning do you want these to be nephilim or you want these to be anunnaki god you kind of talked me into it like fuck i don't want them to be nephilim it's scary because nephilim are bad but anunnaki they might be benevolent they might be benevolent. they might teach us the secrets of the universe but we still don't know that that's true We don't know. I mean, I get a hold of them first. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation, obviously that the Anunnaki helped ancient humanity um, achieve great things, brought technology, wanted to show us the right way. And we're just waiting as a race to receive their blessings again. Maybe these giants are the answer. I'll tell you what though. These Anunnaki might've been helpful, but uh, they never taught us how to reset the clock on my VCR. hey why don't you give me that secret to the universe right Anunnakis. all right thanks everybody that's been my time all right <laughs> thank you <laughs> hey greg here's what, another secret of the universe oh. let's see if these Anunnaki can tell me out uh, what does my wife want to go eat what restaurant does she want to go eat at thank you greg wakowski
2: <laughs> Uh, okay, come What back. are the secrets of the universe, huh? How
0: about, hey, why is my boss such a jerk? Oh, come on. I'm looking for the secrets of the universe here, Giants.
1: Thanks, everybody. that has been my time. <laughs> I'm Greg. What did you call me? Greg Wachowski. I'm Greg Wachowski. The, the working man's comic. Alien comedy. Sleeping giant comedy. Only sleeping giant jokes. This is such a great topic. It's just so fun. What a fun topic. Sleeping giants all over the world. Big cover up by the Smithsonian. Doesn't want you to believe in giants. Doesn't want to believe you big giant. Now, there's obviously probably a follow-up topic here, Bunk Funkers. Obviously, I think... uh, Giants at large. The giants at... You. We're doing this the same way we do everything, where we yes. take a niche part right. of a bigger topic. Yeah. We cover that first, and then later we'll come along and do the wider topic. Yeah. I don't think there's that much more. It's like there's we could we could have uncovered some more of. Um, there's a lot of this stuff. Burial sites, giant bones giant and stuff, bones. and then people say, "Oh, it's a giant that was yeah. living here." Giants have been here. They could have existed. Giants exist now. You want to tell me fucking Bobon isn't a giant? Yeah, dude's a fucking giant. Yeah, it's a goddamn fucking eight feet tall. Yeah, that's a giant. You know, though, you also have to reset your expectations about especially like very old historical yeah. things about what constitutes a giant. Very true, because Stephen Stephen Quayle points this out. This is not people who have issues with their pituitary gland and they have gigantism. This is bona fide giants. These are giant right. humanoids, fully functional. Right, because we have to assume that the same sort of like mutation or whatever that causes some people now to have gigantism, like Andre the Giant, right? You know, an example problems with your hormones or Out whatever it is. Not doing that. Okay, Andre the Giant. The Andre the Giant. Uh, wow. People who have problems with their pituitary or whatever hormones, and they grow, they can't stop growing right you know it's possible that those these are growers not showers yeah it seems likely that these people existed in the ancient past even why would they not yeah and And then then their bones we could find their bones and people go whoa it's a giant but it's like actually yeah it kind of and and aren't weren't correct me if i'm wrong ancient people smaller than we are today we're much bigger today mean height for humanity continues to increase Height right. is increased. I mean... Especially I think, those Nordic people have anything to do about it. So <laughs> oh, my words. God. These tall-ass motherfuckers. Uh, fucking tall-ass Swedes? Yeah. Jeez. Fucking tall-ass... Don't step on my blue Norwegians? Swede shoes. They... Uh, yeah, I don't know what, like, mean height for humanity was 2,000 years ago. But Why? I think it was less. Yeah, and so you got to think, like, you know, if if the mean height was, like, whatever smaller than if you were plus you know seven feet tall it would be like holy fuck look at that giant ancient humanoids much smaller than modern humans too like typically yeah like australopithecus much smaller than a modern day human right it's poly pocket sized yeah yeah they came with a lot of accessories Yeah, and you're gonna lose most of them yeah and they're gonna get sucked up by the vacuum yeah and you're never gonna see them again yeah and poly's just gonna have to go without That other purple shoe. Yeah. She's not going to have it. And it's sad when that happens. It's very sad when that happens. But you know what? You're going to learn as you grow up that nothing lasts forever. And it's okay to lose things from time to time. It's not the end of the world. You can be sad about it. Allow yourself time to, you know, be sad about
2: things and think about them. But keep it in perspective, too. All right, champ? I mean, bunkfuckers. that's just Daddy's 101 right there. That's Daddy's 101 right there, bunkfuckers. So
1: if you're thinking about becoming a Daddy's, I mean, listen up, because we got parenting tips. Dicks. Um What were we talking about? I don't know. Giants or some giants shit? Giants or some shit. <laughs> giants and crystals? So yeah, there's, uh, there's Bones, and then, um, oh yeah, Giants beyond leaping Giants waking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's m- mainly it, is that... People think the Smithsonian giants. might cover it. You know, there might be other things to uncover in a in a grander, giant giants topic. You know, I think that we covered giants in very very brief in our second ever episode on human evolution, and I think as part of that episode, human hybrids, a lot of um, a lot of uh, like people who have found giant bones. The bones have been proved not to be like authentic. They're not uh, authentical. Uh, these not are not stamped. yeah these are not DOP bones from giants you know what I mean right um, what else what else Um, you know what I like what do you like I brought up crystals I like it so I love anytime this comes up in one of these episodes where somebody's like look there's giants and they're in stasis chambers right now I'm saying well what's keeping them in stasis well it's crystals you go oh wow that's cool how does that work i don't know but i know that it's crystals are like they're like it's crystals and they go whoa those hamburgers can do that <laughs> and they're like yes they're much better than white castle <laughs> i don't get this reference at all crystal sliders crystal sliders yeah it's another chain of sliders oh never, never you've never heard of Crystal. never heard i've never eaten at white castle either wow bunk fuckers we gotta take andy to white castle you new jersey heads every all of our new jersey listeners are gonna be very upset with you White Castle, very popular in New Jersey. Oh yeah, well I already know that all of our listeners on the East Coast hate me. Yeah, that's just a fact. That's true. I'm too Midwestern. You're way too Midwest. We got a big, we got a big uh, East Coast faction, and you know they've all they've all sent me private messages mm-hmm. to tell me that I'm an idiot. Right. Um, my accents for anything on the East Coast are horrible. Right. Um, and that uh, I should get hit by a train. I always really crystals. In- yeah, it's just they're, they're sliders, Andy. They're they're mm-hmm. fucking White Castle sliders. Same same difference. Wow. I never ate at White Castle because my dad always used to say, Oh, you know what they call them sliders. Usually diarrhea. It's, <laughs> it's he what? was he was very correct. Yeah, everybody else has I said, Yeah, it's right, you get diarrhea. Yeah, I got I always would get I mean, it was fucking fun to eat White Castle. I would try to always, as a little kid, eat as many of those burgers as I could. I, I usually could put down as a kid 10 burgers and a thing of fries. Um, and then I would get I would get fucking diarrhea. Big time. I know a lot of people like it. Does it taste good to you? It did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you ate P- white cast? Oh, God. I was, I had to, uh, younger than 15. When's the last time you ate crystals? I never have had crystals. Wow. Um, I wow. remember on a road trip to the South, my dad was like, I got to stop and get some crystals. I got to try and see. And we We're all like, okay. I don't usually like to eat fast food on road trips because I will get diarrhea. It's funny that your dad leaned into diarrhea and my dad ran away from diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Because he had this thing with nightshades, like onions and garlic and tomatoes that would like upset his stomach, peppers right, right. of all varieties. So like he was always really opposed to, <laughs> I shouldn't probably say this, but he was always really opposed to eating Mexican food too. Wow. So like I didn't have Taco Bell until I was Mexican like, food is very spicy. In typically. middle school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just funny. We're Your dad all, leaned into diarrhea though. No, we're all products of our dads. Yeah. Now I'm much more proud of diarrhea. It's like, oh, if I get diarrhea, it's probably because I did something cool first. Padge of honor for you. Yeah. It's like diarrhea is just the product of living a good you life. have a DOP stamp, diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, diarrhea on diarrhea on placement pants. <laughs> on pants. <laughs> on
0: pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all my pants are stamped DOP. You're never washing that out. That's no, a stain. I- I'm sure people who love crystals or people in the south let us know. Um, What's crystal- your favorite slider? Yeah, because crystals is like a big um, is a big thing. I bet you would like white castle. You, you know, I'm kind of like kinda oh, like, stupid. like philosophically just sliders in general. I'm kind of like yeah, it's kind of stupid. I yeah, I'm never gonna. I would go- rather just eat a real. F- full-size sandwich i would too i'm like oh i want to eat 45 because you know it's like with a slider yeah so much of it is a bun honestly so much of it is a bun and it's just like i would rather eat one big sandwich here's the thing we're not trying to knock anybody we're not we mean if you like sliders it's fine i think you're stupid but it's fine we went hey but relax you're getting wound up and you're gonna offend somebody that you don't want to offend because we went to detroit yeah and we went to a wonderful slider based Mm -hmm. restaurant yeah and we had a great time. Yeah. But they're a novelty item. Let's be honest. Right, right. The thing about we this size restaurant is sandwich, that they had like weird meats that they would put in it. Like, you know, you could get, you could get like, ah, weird meats. <laughs> they had like a kangaroo slider. They had, they did. Yes. They had like an alligator slider. They had right. a human flesh slider. And you could get like a, there was a lamb mint slider that was very tasty. What was that place called? Green Stables? Yeah. Something like that. In uh, Detroit. I'm going to look it up. Check I'm, it out. Detroit.com. Uh, Green Dot Stables. Green Dot Stables. Excellent slider restaurant. Okay, we made fun of sliders, but this is a solid establishment. Andy and I have been to this establishment. We've enjoyed ourselves at this establishment. Um, you know, we had a good time. I had a hot brown. We got like almost one of everything on the menu, I think. It's like a very old-fashioned like restaurant. like It's wood paneling and stuff. Um, yeah, it was lovely. I think we ate outside. Maybe like, like no, no. we sat outside. Look, then they moved us inside. Here, Bunkford, I pulled it up and I here's, and he pulled here's up some website. of the stuff on the menu that's like on the regular menu. They got a Cuban slider, corned beef slider, Philly cheesesteak slider, uh fried chicken Caesar slider, Korean slider. Fried beef, chicken Caesar slider. Beef patty, peanut butter, and kimchi. That's pretty good. Mystery meat. That's the one. Uh so they got a lot of they got a lot of stuff uh on here. Look so at us this. on the topic about giants. We're talking about the smallest sandwich possible. Yeah. Lansing hot chicken. Wow um so anyway they got uh you can get venison chili cheese fries they got a lot of we had a good time at that we establishment had green, we had a great time we've had a lot of good experiences in detroit we, we love talk detroit detroit's a lot. Detroit took fine city go visit yeah and so obviously we're we're here shit on sliders but at the same time you know hey we spew diarrhea out of our mouths you, you know don't what? it's fine i can enjoy a slider but i can also say like hey if i had my druthers and I could only eat one sandwich for the rest of my life. I would rather eat a big sandwich than a bunch of little sandwiches. If I'm going to a regular restaurant and I see sliders, I'm not. I'm never picking those. I probably won't, unless only if it's like I go someplace I've never been before. I don't know what I want, and they have like oh these sliders, and you can get like one of like a bunch of different stuff on it. Oh, I've never seen that. That or was the the nice. Three that was the nice thing about Green Dot Stables. You could try a bunch of different stuff. You could get a bunch of different things, and that's fun. Right. A variety is fun. I don't understand when somebody puts sliders on the thing and it's all the same stuff. Yeah. Why That's, would you get that? Just it's it's like, like the regular yeah. burger. Yeah. I just want, you know, it's like, oh, I could get a regular burger or I could get three little burgers yeah, you're, you're that tricking are exactly yourself. the same. You're tricking yourself into thinking you're eating less. Yeah. And you probably are, but you're paying the same. Yeah. You're not getting a good deal out of that. Yeah. You're not getting a good deal. If I'm you sure. were a Nephilim, a Nephilim would say, I'm not taking that deal. A Nephilim would know. Nephilim's would know. I'm smarter than that. I'm more cunning Be the that. Nephilim. Honestly, Nephilim's probably came up with sliders. Nephilim's came up with sliders in order to <laughs> trick humanity into wasting their money. That's right. That's right. Little known <laughs> fact, uh, Nephilim's only live in white castles. <laughs> Coincidence? No. <sighs> well, Andy, I think, I don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about these sleeping giants, I think we got to get to... Our verdicts on these sleeping giants. Oh, baby. Yeah, let's get to some verdicts on this uh sleeping giants topic. Um, I'll go ahead and get started because I got my bunker scale here. I'm ready to oh, a party. Uh I'm gonna give this uh uh I'm gonna give this plausible molecule. Wow. Um, you know, honestly, I don't really believe it, but I'll I'll I'm gonna allow that. I mean, I don't know everything. No, you don't. And I, I actually don't know very much at all when you yeah. really get down to it. You really don't. Um, you know, some of the more supernatural aspects of giants, I don't really necessarily believe, uh-huh. um, you know, the extraterrestrial. Maybe I don't believe anything about this topic as it stands. I don't think um, you do. I guess the whole stasis thing, I don't really agree with either. Um, could there have been giants in the past? Is it possible that there was a race of giants? Yeah, so I guess that's all I'm giving it on, is that the ch- off chance that giants could have existed in some concentrated form. Um, so maybe that's like plausible uh, quirk because that's wow. a shred of plausibility. Jeez. And it's only sort of tangential to this specific topic. I actually gave a verdict on giants, but I haven't researched it enough. Um, but do I think that there are sleeping giants in stasis right now that are being woken up to do evil or possibly do good through uh, magic and supernatural abilities? Not really.
0: Wow, fair enough, Andy.
1: But Phelan, I want to say this was a fun topic. Great I topic. Really liked it. Um, now here's the thing, though, Andy. Uh, you know, obviously one of these things is like that we kind of we mentioned in the research we didn't really talk about is that they're trying to use giant DNA right. to make super soldiers, right, and stuff. And I, you know, they're trying to like obviously make these giants and take control of these giants. I can see. Where a giant would be beneficial in combat. But at the
0: same time,
1: we don't, we just assume giants are better, but kind of big. I mean, they may are a bigger target, bigger target. Plus I think with modern weaponry, the benefit of being a giant is sort of neutralized. Yeah. Because I think now in today's military, um, by the way, if you'd like to join the military, go visit your local recruiter. Um, this podcast sponsored by the U (laughs) S army, if you'd like to go fight giants in Kandahar, uh, well, I guess we don't do that anymore. Um, but anyway, the, I don't know. I think, I think that more modern warfare is about stealth and, um, giants would be considerably not stealthy. No, I mean, there's no element of stealth to being a giant like, and you know, when you think about like more modern theaters, it's not, Armies lining up across the field from each other. It's more tactical stuff. And, you know, it's like I think giant would be a tactical liability. You would want, if anything, we should be breeding like hobbits um, who can like carry explosives on them. Because <laughs> that seems overly expensive considering we have drones. Yeah, no, but we should re- do a hobbit breeding program. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean... They're I th- very good at carrying things. Yeah, I think you want to have somebody that you can blame for all the civilian casualties. Like, <laughs> sure. it's harder to blame a drone because the drone just did what you told it. But if hobbits do it, you would be like, oh, these fucking hobbits. <laughs> they love, they love killing things. civilians. They love not hitting their targets and blowing up innocent people who aren't combatants. <laughs> You take them, you tell them, you give them something. That's how we get around Geneva conventions. We yeah. breed hobbits, uh, little short people, to go in and blow up civilians. And then we're like, this? they went rogue. Can't control these hobbits. Can't control these hobbits. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think obviously the giants have immense strength and po- powers, but um, I don't know what that was. Oh, Art just got a giant scare. I feel like I saw something out of the corner of my eye and I thought something was coming after me. It was a giant. Wow. I think that. I think that art might be seeing a ghost. Ah, maybe giant ghost. Um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I'm going to go plausible plus plus. Got it. Possible plus plus. I love giants. (laughs) Um, big time giants fan here. Iron giant is a amazing documentary. I've never seen it.
2: Incredible. You gotta watch it. Uh, the iron
1: giant is what they used to call my iron lung. When I had polio (laughs) as a boy. I forgot about that. You did have polio as a boy. Yeah. Uh, but I recovered. Yeah. I'm going to go plausible. I'm going to do plausible quark as well. Wow. Because, you know, we didn't really cover. Whoa. Do I think that there's like giants in stasis? Probably not. Wow. Probably not. But cool. do I think that maybe there were like giant skeletons and stuff like that? But we're not really covering the skeletons. So. Right. Right. I feel the same way. That's the thing is, I feel like I'm giving a verdict almost on a different topic, but I right. can't do that. I'm leaving the door open for this one in case, I don't know. There could be honest to God giants and giant sarcophaguses. Could be. It doesn't necessarily mean that they've been kept in stasis and they're alive. Right. Well, bug buggers. those were our verdicts. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Use the hashtag. Hashtag giant, giant, Gina. Hashtag giant, giant. Gina, let us know what you think. Email us, MrBunkerPod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at MrBunkerPod. Find us on YouTube, YouTube search Mr. Bunker, You'll find it. And if you feel so inclined, you want to have, a, you have a giant heart. You have a giant love for this show and you have a giant means to do so. You can donate. Patreon.com forward slash MrBunkerPod. I'm telling you, Bunkfunkers, we're in the middle of Bunksgiving You're going to want to donate because, Andy, there's a new episode coming out every day this week. Yeah. We're like a PBS pledge drive now. We're in the middle of bunksgiving. We are. Join now for the low, low price of $5 per month, and you can get this Mr. Bunker tote that has me and Art inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) No, Andy, you're going to get—there's over. There's probably like 25 hours of regular uh, content for Andy and Art Debunked, our Patreon-only show. We have a lot of back episodes at this point. So many back episodes. But this month, to your point, Art— we're dropping episodes every week on Patreon. Of our newest show, mm-hmm. Mr. Bunker's Project Podcast Podcast. Yeah. This is, uh turns out, before Andy and I were Mr. Bunker's main podcast, he tried to start a bunch of other podcasts yeah. in his project podcast, yeah. and so now we're doing a podcast about those podcasts. Right. It's Mr. Bunker's Project Podcast Podcast. We uncovered a bunch of these podcasts with our friend Nick. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are absolutely off the rails, off the wall. Um, we might give you a taste. At some point in time, see if, you know, you want to get the rest of it. We found six of them so far. Right. Releasing the first three this month and Bunksgiving. And then the other three over the course of the next three months. Um, They're really fun. And you can get them all on Patreon. Hold back catalog. Yeah. Bunker newsletters every month. Access to the Bunker Discord.
2: Yeah, oh, with Andy and, I
1: and all the other bunkfuckers. Yeah, such a nice community. Such a nice community of giant people. Yeah, um, giant personalities. That's for sure. <laughs> no kidding. And giant memers. Yeah, a lot of big a lot of big, a lot of big time memers in you. I mean, you know, these meme heads. The meme of channel is just popping off. The meme of channel.
2: Spicy. And,
1: uh, it's spicy, and so there's other shit in there too. So anyway, um, Andy, yeah. Anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, I'll just say, you know, uh, let's bring it home again. Let's end where we started. Thank you, Phelan, for this topic. Evan Han, thank you for your support. That's right. Uh, we're so grateful for both of you, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. And, and oh, I'm withering away. Uh, I'm slowly fading bunk funkus. Well, before Andy fades away, quickly. To go. Uh, not for the titular Mr. Bugger, Before my brackish. Oh, yeah. I got swamp ass big time. <laughs> Brackish co-host Andy Hart, I'm Art Stone, saying that was the whole enchilada. Fee, fi, fo, fum, White Castle shooting out of my bum.
2: I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey.